You're listening to the 100th episode of Sober Guy Radio. 100 Awful Thoughts. What's up, bro? It's Christian here, man. I just want to give you a shout out and tell you congrats on the 100th episode. That is a huge milestone in your uh, podcast career, and I think it's awesome what you're doing, bro. You're an inspiration to many, including myself. So keep up the strong work, man. It just keeps getting better and better with time, and uh, looking forward to what you got coming in the future. Dang, buddy. See, congratulations on your 100th episode. I appreciate your service. Uh, do a lot of good and always get something out of your podcast. We, you know, you're helping a lot more folks than you realize. So keep up the good work, my friend. Brian McAllister from the Full Recovery Wellness Center in Fairfield, New Jersey. I wanted to say congratulations. You are a real example of what recovery is all about, my friend. It's not just about getting sober. It's about having a life, about going out there and shaking it up. It's about changing the world for the better. It's about becoming everything you dreamed of becoming before you started using alcohol and drugs. I wanted to say congratulations. You know what's after 100? 101. You're just scratching the surface, Shane. You're an example of what sobriety and recovery are all about. I wish you nothing but success. I'm proud to call you my friend, and I wish you another 100 episodes of Changing the World. Gene, man, it's uh, Cormac here Little Old Ireland. What can I say? 100 episodes, man. Excellent, brilliant, beautiful to watch. Uh, I've been listening, I think, since nearly the beginning, man. And um, I've said it before. I said it in on, an online meeting with you and on, on, on the Facebook group and everything. You kept me sober there uh, one time when I was uh, on a bus and I knew I was going to know off license to get drink and I put in your podcast and it stopped me going in. And that's amazing. That's amazing. And it's, it's, it's beautiful just to... Uh, to watch, you know, we all thought we were alone in the beginning, and look, look what's going on worldwide. It's amazing with yourself, O's podcast, everything. We're, we're no longer alone. It's it's amazing, you know. And with the sport of the meetings I go to, and this podcast, and you know, life is just absolutely amazing, man. And you know, you can't do this alone. None of us can do it alone. So respect to uh, to Jess as well, and um, love, love, brother, and. Uh, Thanks, man. <laughs> Take care. Thanks to all. Shane Reamer, my brother. It's Jason from thebookofopen.com. And I want to say congratulations to you, my man, on your 100th episode. And I hope you have a thousand more because the world needs to hear what you have to say and the world needs to hear what your guests have to say. And you are creating a forum for people to get their voice and their message out and you're helping people in the recovery community and you're helping the world at large and it is just an honor to call you a friend i'm so grateful that you came into my life i'm so grateful that i had the opportunity to be on your very important podcast and i wish you nothing but the best my friend so keep on keep it on keep it on and peace out my friend hey shane it's your sister from another mister kelly I just wanted to say how proud I am of you and that I've always been a fan of this uh, journey that you've 
kind of come upon in the last few years of your life. Um, and I think it's amazing how far you've come. And I get excited just to think how far you're going to go. Um, I see nothing but positive for you in all of this. And I'm super happy that you are taking life by the horns and commanding it and like living a good life and making your family proud and happy. And there's nothing more a sister could ask for than her sister to have good mate in life. So I love you and congratulations on being awesome. And I wish many more healthy, uh, healthy, happy years for you. And uh, I can't wait to see where your journey takes you guys. Love you. This is Melanie Manter. Congratulations on your 100th episode, Shane. We're so proud of you. Shane, what's up, man? It's Larry Hagen with the Good Dad Project. Man, I just wanted to congratulate you, number one, on 100 episodes. Dude, like how cool is that? Honestly, man, so cool. Hey, um, also, I just wanted to take a minute and let you know what a huge inspiration you've been on my life. Uh, ever since I was on your show, I think that was a, literally a, a turning point for me. And what I mean by that is, you know, when I first started talking to you, and especially when I did that show, my goal was to be sober for 90 days, you know, from January 1st, basically to April 1st. And after I did that show with you and I listened to it actually over and over, I probably listened to that show, that episode five times where you, you know, you and I created the term, the middle ground guy. And I don't know what it was. I I think it was just the fact me getting to know you, you inspiring me, and then you coming and doing the dad edge mastermind, getting to know you even more. And that is literally what kept my sobriety in line. I just, I wanted to just continue uh, being sober because to be honest with you, man, you make it look so cool and you have such a cool brand around being sober. And anytime I feel tempted to drink, I always think of your podcast art with your hat on and the knuckles coming at me with prey on it, man, it just keeps me whole. So dude, thank you for being such a great friend. Dude, I love you at the bottom of my heart and keep doing what you are doing. Hi, Shane. This is your mom. I just want to congratulate you on 100 episodes of Sober Guy Radio. I've always known that you have such a compassionate, caring heart, and you would do something special in life. You are changing people's lives all across the world, and I am so proud of everything you do. I love you, son, with all my heart. Hey, Shane Raymer. David Ratchford congratulating you on your 100th Sober Guy podcast Keep it up, brother. You are doing amazing work, not just on your 100 episodes, but for thousands of people that listen to the show and the Sober Guy, Sober Girl Facebook community. Keep it up, bro. My good friend, Shane Raymer of That Sober Guy Radio. It's O. Share podcast here. Just wanted to send you a lot of love and congratulations on your 100th episode, man. Really proud of you. HP, baby been an honor and a privilege to watch you grow and evolve especially the show it's blown up i'm really proud of you man i love what you're doing and it's been great to get to know you and your family on facebook it's just this is what we do man we connect because of recovery because we're clean and sober today and because of that we have an opportunity to establish some really cool friendships so i consider you my friend and my brother and 
I hope you have another solid 100 episodes ahead of you, man. All right. Again, much love and HP, baby. Hey, what's up, Bob? It's Seth. It's 4.30 in the morning on a Friday. Favorite time of the week. Get to listen to the newest and latest episode of That Sober Guy. And it just so happens that I get to listen to episode 99. So it's been great watching the show grow, bro. Super proud of you. You're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. Love you, bub. Hey, this is for Shane Raymer and that Sober Guy podcast. This is Paul Churchill with the Recovery Elevator podcast. Shane, congratulations on 100 episodes. That is big time. I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure if Recovery Elevator podcast would be reaching 82 episodes if it weren't for you. When I first started Recovery Elevator Podcast, I went to iTunes and cruise around, and you are one of the pioneers, my friend, and your strength, your courage of putting yourself out there and helping other people was uh, one of the driving factors that put me over the hill, over the hump, to put my story out there as well. So Shane Raymer, I've met you personally several times, and I hope to continue that trend. You are truly a genuine good guy out there doing big things for team recovery. Shane Raymer, keep it up. Love you. Shane Raymer, what's up, man? Greetings from Kazakhstan. This is Ray Penny. Hey, uh, congrats on episode number 100, man. I remember episode number one, just getting started off. Uh, I think starting a new job at PG&E at the time and a bunch of challenges and uh, your passion and drive kept it going. And it's uh, it's amazing to see 100 episodes. Uh, it's great. And uh uh, happy for you, and uh, pat yourself on the back, man. That's uh, it's an exciting accomplishment. All the best, man. Love you. Hi, Shane. This is Trip Lanier. Congratulations. 100 episodes, three years. Um, really amazing. I appreciate you having me on way back when, when you were starting things out. Uh, I can only imagine how many guys that you've impacted, men and women, along the way. Um, so very inspired by your progress. I know it's not easy. Um, and, uh, yeah, just thanks for the inspiration. Thanks for including me in your process too. And wishing you and and all of your followers, all your listeners, the best and, uh, hats off to your gal, uh, Jessica for putting all this together, man. (laughs) Take care. Hi daddy. Um, um, I'm happy for you because, um, I'm excited for you for your hundredths show and, I am very happy because I just am very happy for you. I don't know what to say right now, but um, and I'm really happy for you. I'm excited for you, and I love you. Bye. Hey, babe, it's me. Uh, I think you're awesome. I think what you're doing is awesome. You inspire me every day. I just, um, and it's just so cool to see what God is doing in your life and to see, um, what, and, and just to follow you and see what else more he has planned for you. And, um, you know, the kids and I are so proud of you and, and a hundred episodes is totally, totally cool. And, uh, here's to a hundred more. Love you. Yo, what's up? I'll keep this short and sweet so we can get to, uh, the hundredth episode with Seth and Mel and Jess and myself. But I just had to pop in here real quick and uh, just thank everybody uh, for the the uh, the love and the support and the messages. I mean, they're so awesome. Uh, so many good friends and and um, family 
on there showing their support and their love. So I greatly appreciate that. And then also to Jess uh, for putting this together. You know, she uh, she kind of went behind my back and uh, compiled these messages and put the word out there. And uh, she actually had an intro made, um, which was pretty funny, actually. And uh, you hear a little bit of it at the beginning, and then that's Cash right behind coming in um, that, that was kind of edited in there, too. But uh, uh, let's listen to it, actually, real quick, because it it's pretty damn comedy. Shane Raymer, you have put in the time, heart, and effort to help others realize their full potential. Now it's time for you to listen to us talk about how cool you are. Thanks for keeping your blood clean. <laughs> that shit is so funny. Every time I hear it, I just, my favorite part is when he says, how cool you are. <laughs> and the fact that he says that totally makes me not cool in just saying that. So I appreciate it though. Pretty damn funny and pretty awesome of Jess to do at the same time. Um, and speaking of that, I have the raddest chick on the planet, Jess, I love you so much. And thank you so much for putting this together and, uh, always supporting me being there, putting up with my shit and, uh, working through this with me. You've really taught me that, um, you know, how to, how to hang in there and how to not give up and, uh, always how to press through. And, uh, so I, uh, I can, I always know that I can count on you for that and, uh, to be there and to stand by me until death, babe. I love you. We're going to get to the 100th episode in just a second, but first, we've got to give some love to our sponsor. At Foundations Recovery Network, our mission is to create lifetime relationships for long-term recovery. In our history of doing good is the promise of your future getting better. So if you or someone you love needs help, please know we are here to help. And the sign on our door says, we care. We create an individualized treatment plan for the whole person, for the whole you, because to us, you matter. The first step to recovery is heroic. We know that. And with our heroes in recovery movement, we honor those who have taken that step toward recovery and stand up for you and stand beside you and stand together to break the stigma placed on addiction. Call our confidential and private line at 877-714-1318. We are here to help you. And help has a phone number, 877-714-1318. Make the call. We're listening. We're Foundations Recovery Network. Welcome to the 100th episode of Sober Guy Radio. I couldn't think of a better way uh, to have the 100th episode than with my beautiful wife and, and great friends, Seth and Mel. What's up, guys? Thanks for coming over tonight and sitting in and joining for the 100th episode. I'm in my own little corner over here. What's up? Yeah, you are, man. Thanks for having us, dude. Uh, and how about that opening, huh? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> How about that intro? <laughs> Shane Raymer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, a pretty, pretty damn awesome that Jess put together all the messages. Um, I had to take a list down and, uh, and actually um, listen to all of them. And it, it, it actually made me cry when it got to Lucy a little bit. I had to shed a tear, I got to say, but everyone's message was, um, you know, was really, really heartfelt and really awesome. And uh, I'm just really appreciative of everyone's support. And um, yeah, it's about it. I feel kind of weird right now. I gotta say. Well, that's so, because you don't me. know how to um, like take a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of rough at that. And like, love yourself and be all like, I'm doing good. Well, I'm working on loving myself. I think <laughs> I've came a long way. <laughs> I think I've came a long way. That that's that a uh, voice. <laughs> yeah, kind of was. Kind of was. Um, 
yeah, it was just, I mean, it was fun to do. It was cool getting all the audio clips back and hearing everything like that everyone had to say on the side. Like, um, I think it was David that said um, that he, he hopes you cry like a baby and uh, a couple other guys that said he's a great guy and um, just everybody had great things to say about you and it was just a lot of fun. It was fun to listen to and it was cool to hear like what a difference that, you know, you're making and that you've made and that people, you know, in the network and the community respect what you're doing. So it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that, you know, for me, especially like the show has had a great impact on my life, man. You know, like, uh, I know that on every Friday, Fridays are, are, are special to me because I get to hear the newest, latest and greatest episode. So, um, you know, if I feel that way, I'm sure that there's many other people out there that, um, appreciate the show and fuck man, a hundred episodes, bro. Yeah. Like for real. 100. Uh, crazy. How long, how long has it been, Shane? It was, uh, so we started in April of 2014. So, um, right. almost two and a half years. Yeah. Somewhere like that. I know, man, I never would have thought like I would have got to a hundred episodes. I can remember episode one. Um, <laughs> I thought that was cool when Ray Penny said that too. He's like, I, I remember know. episode one. I know that I'm was like, that's cool. That's so cool because like a lot of people have been here since like episode one, yeah. you know, and supporting yep. and everything else. Well, that's why it's cool to have you guys here too. I mean, you guys have been there, um, you know, since since the start of this too, with yeah. support and and you know being just being there. And so it's kind of kind of full circle on the hundredth episode to bring to bring it together like that. And uh since you mentioned Ray Penny, a good homie, him and I ditched the bus in the first grade and walked like four miles home. Our parents thought we got kidnapped. Oh Pretty goodness. awesome story there. He's out in Kazakhstan right now. So Ray Penny, what's up if you hear this all the way out in Kazakhstan? I hope you slap Borat on his fucking ass. <laughs> so Um I would die. Lucy is in first grade right now. I would die if she skipped school. Like what? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. First grade. Yeah, these two. Yeah, crazy. Yes, that is that is crazy. So can we just can we just like bring it back from the start, right? And I want to hear how this whole podcast idea came to fruition, and how did you even what it what what sparked your interest, man? Let's let's go back from the very start. Well, I think that's a that's a good question, Seth. And it's funny that Jess um, reached out to Trip Lanier, and uh, I appreciate him taking the time. Uh, to to leave a message that was super cool of him to do, and um, I appreciate the kind words. I I actually Trips podcast, the new man was really the first, like the first podcast that I really got into, and I can remember I was working in the mail room, and I was really trying to stay sober, and uh, you know I was just out of out of rehab, and it was a pretty pretty tough time, pretty confusing. Uh, many of you have heard the cowboy story before. I think uh, <laughs> I think I ran into Seth one day too, and he was like, "Bro, are you wearing fucking Wranglers?" Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, dude." I think we're in the parking lot. I ran into so the grocery sad I store. I missed that short period of time, oh, man. and I'm so glad that we get to look back and laugh about it <laughs> that we're not still in it. Yeah, the hunting vest is still in the closet. Yeah. But you still had case. the Channing Tatum be- beanie going on. You know what I mean? Like he was oh, hanging that was, that off your head. Good, that was a good. I like that face. So. I Anyways, well, so yeah, so I'm I'm in the mail room and I'm I'm trying to like pass time, and I uh, my good buddy Justin Moak had introduced me to the new man, and he said, "Man, you got to check out this this podcast. I think you'll like it." And I remember the first episode I listened to is with the big wave surfer Greg Long, and um, he had basically went out 
down in um, Cortez Bank, I think, down in uh, Southern California area. And um, he got pretty much crushed by a big wave and and basically died. And they brought him back to life. And it was a story of just kind of, you know, slipping in through a rough time of depression. And a lot of the stuff that even though it was on a different a different uh, kind of set than like alcohol and stuff and, and just life, it, I really related to it. And I really thought it was cool that Trip was, um, you know, he was he was such a, a good interviewer and able to hold a great conversation and it really captured my emotions and attention and i just thought it was really cool so i kept listening to new man and i don't know man i think like um jess maybe you remember a little better than than me but i i think i kind of woke up one one night and i was just like i'm gonna start a podcast and i'm gonna talk about my recovery and and just see what happens yeah i do remember that actually i wanted to ask you so like when uh, Justin Moat called you and said, you know, you got to listen to this podcast. I don't recall you ever like listening to podcasts before that. You know what I mean? So like, did you even yeah. know what a podcast was? No, the, the only the only thing I could remember that I had heard the word podcast was from Izzy because I know Izzy put out a, uh, um, a house music podcast back in the day. Right. So that was really the only time that I had heard the yeah, term I podcast Yeah, I still didn't before. even didn't realize what it was. Didn't yeah. know that there was like, you know, talking podcasts and stuff. Well, you and I had talked back in the day, um, you know, getting stoned and whatnot about how how awesome it would be to be, you know, like a, a radio host at some oh, yeah. point. <laughs> and I can remember it. being like, it. yeah, and it's kind of crazy. It's much better that we're sober now doing it. But I remember being <laughs> stoned out of my life. We yeah, it could have been. Could, that's very true. Probably would have sat here a eating a nonsense, piece of cake right but, now. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Um, but yes, know, it's, I do remember that. I remember you sitting up and being like, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, cool. On like what? And you're like, on sobriety. And I was like, and not, I really didn't, because sometimes you say things and you have ideas and I'm like, cool, babe, sounds good. That sounds great. But this one, I was like, I I, I don't know. I just, I believed it. I, I heard it in your voice. Like there's a lot of times that you make that declaration and then it, it comes to life. And this was one of them. Yeah. Well, I know that for me, I mean, if I could just share my experience with you telling me about your your podcast, I can't remember, like, we, we had a, a coffee date or some shit, right? And we were meeting up to go have some coffee, and, and we're standing in line, and in our in our awkward silence or whatever, right? Yeah. And you're like, dude, I got I got this idea that I want to talk to you about. Or it was a, I don't even think you said you had an idea. You're like, dude, I got to talk to you about something. And I was like, yeah, I brought my fuck. laptop. I think. And yeah, I was you like, had your laptop. Nervous and shit. And I was like, dude, this motherfucker <laughs> has already drank. Like oh, that's, for, I, that's I thought that you were gonna confess to me that yeah. oh, you had that's you funny. had just wasted you know thirty days and I don't know fucking forty thousand dollars at rehab. Well, no, right? that would have that would have been about six months at that point because I didn't start the podcast till about six months out of rehab. So I mean that would have been really wasted time. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know what was gonna happen, but when you when you first started talking, I was like, I got kind of like this chill. You know, uh, goosebumps, kind of like, I don't know, a teenage girl seeing Nick Lachey for the very first time or some shit like that. <laughs> but, um, I'm impressed you know who I Nick thought, Lachey yeah. Is. yeah. What are you talking about? 90s. I went and saw Nick Lachey in Rent. Bringing it back in the <laughs> was 90s. That, was, that, 
<laughs> fucking rent? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Senseless, senseless. Or I don't know what the fuck shameless I'm trying plug. to say. Yeah, shameless plug right there. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so anyway, so I remember you, you brought up this whole idea that you were gonna start this podcast, man, and I thought it was it was the it was the coolest thing that I've ever heard, man. I was super juiced and um Episode episode one hit the uh, the airwaves. Okay, what was episode one? Like, I can't bring it back to episode one on, on so iTunes. It, it, I was trying it, to look. It went out on Stitcher, right? I don't even think you could get it on, go back and listen to it on iTunes anymore. You, I, yeah, right? I don't know what the deal is with that. It should be on there. It's on the okay. website. Okay, but not, what was but... episode one? So episode one was just Shane kind of um, introducing well, introducing I, himself. Can I can I just back up really quick because I remember no 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 okay I'm finished. <laughs> I uh, I remember what Seth's talking about and in going into that, and I remember thinking to myself, we have all those doubts, right? Like when we have dreams or ideas, or uh, especially just coming off of you know trying to stay sober and all this shit. Here I am, this newbie, um, you know, trying to trying to not drink pretty much and um have this crazy ass idea and i remember going to seth mm-hmm. and it was such a pivotal moment at that time for me and not not just about you know the 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 podcast and you know let's kind of even set that part aside but just like in myself like my confidence um you know trying to be like the person that i had always wanted to kind of be just upfront and honest and not fucking stoned or whatever and uh and I remember being nervous as fuck to tell you because I mm-hmm. thought, man, he might think this is a dumb idea. Yeah, or I remember that. Maybe it's stupid, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just like on some cloud or whatever. And Pink the fact cloud. that the fact that you were like supportive of it, dude, that like set me into like full drive, like to be like, okay, cool. If Seth's got my back mm-hmm. on this, I already knew Jess had my back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fucking rolling with it, and I'm, I'm full steam ahead you know what i mean i haven't really looked back i guess since that since that day so thank you my friend i love you yeah well and i, I you know i must share too man like the 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 childish look that you had in your eyes when i said dude that would be so fucking dope like Aww. you kind you kind of lit up like yeah. you're like fuck yeah dude this, so this is really gonna um this is really gonna be something and I, man i'm so glad you know and here we are talking 100th episode and I shit know. so uh, <clears throat> I, i'm so glad that you know um i was the you know, probably the third person that you, cause you probably discussed it with Brody a little bit too, right? Yeah, a little practice round. Yeah. Hey Brody, come here. <laughs> what do you think, bud? I, you're, you always at my back, bro. Yeah. He doesn't care. I could shit on my hand and he'd be just happy about it. Well, and that. can I just really quick drop the whatever and just say, could you imagine if like, uh, he came to you and you were not supportive? Do you know what I mean? It just to yeah. say out there that if somebody comes to you with their dream and they're you see that child look in their eye and whatever, then just support it, right? Like, yeah, just be yeah. I don't know. Guy. I think that <laughs> me just being the person that I am, and you know, I might get a lot of hate for this. If if I thought it was a stupid fucking idea, I probably would have been like, eee. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you, tell you, me more you, about you, it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I think it's cool, but. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah, no, I I probably would have supported you either way, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't knew? know. Who knew? Yeah, <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Um, let me let me run down the list real quick, man. I just want to say thanks to Christian, Brian McAllister, Paul Churchill, Buddy, Larry, uh, Mel. Thank you, Mel. You're here, so I can tell you thank you. <laughs> Omar, <laughs> Big O from the Share Podcast, much love. Jason McKenzie, uh, Mom, love you, Mom. 
Lucy, loving Lucy, Trip Lanier, already mentioned Trip. That was pretty awesome. Seth, you're here. Seth, I love you. David Rashford, Cormac, all the way from Ireland. Sister-in-law Kelly, very sweet of you, Kelly. Yeah, Thank you so one. much. Yeah, it was really cool. And Ray Penny from Kazakhstan, once again, awesome. <laughs> and of course, my lovely wife, Jess, thank you for uh, for putting this together and uh, always supporting me and having my back. I love you very much. You're welcome. I love you. All right. And I just really quick too want to say that um, Omar, you're awesome. I reached out to him first off and was like, help, I have this idea. And I totally had this idea like way late in the game. And I um, emailed him and was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but this is what I want to do. And um, give me an idea. Just point me in the right direction of like an audio that I can send out to everybody and they can send back. And he was like super helpful. And so that was awesome. And then Darcy helped me with like figuring out how to do all the like file, you know, sending and files and whatever and also yeah. super supportive like that's a great i was like i don't know if i can pull it off she's like of course you're gonna f- pull it off you're gonna be <laughs> super great like well everyone's message was just so like just so heartfelt and cool too i mean i i really couldn't believe it when uh when i started listening to him and paul's too paul churchill from recovery elevator yeah that was a good one too. um seth i know i know you've listened to uh, quite a bit of the recovery elevator and, and we still have yet to meet paul in person but I know we'll probably end up doing that sooner or later. He does some some meetups and whatnot, but he's such an awesome guy too. And him and I met early on out in uh, Marin uh, one day and had lunch with his family and stuff. And both of us were kind of early in the in the game at that time. And um, it's just been, man, just some great connections. Well, and then we did like the meetup with him too. That was yeah, awesome. yeah. San Francisco. That was, so that was really cool. That was really cool. I mean, this and this all stems like, and all of us have kind of made connections through. I mean, I know, mm-hmm. I know Mel has has spoke with um, with women through emails. I know Seth has has spoken with other people, and we've all kind of traded stories and um, shared. And all of this just has come from us putting ourselves out there and mm-hmm. um, and and being willing, um, you know, to be honest with ourselves, obviously, and then being out there to connect with other people and help other people. And that's really what the life is about. So. Um, pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I just couldn't believe like when everybody was sending their stuff back and whatever. I again, I was just I said to someone like the network of people. You know, it was just it it was awesome. Like just such a good network of well, men really. It mostly is men that are you know in that little network or whatever. And it's healthy and real and raw and like you know like it's not well obviously like it's not you know alcohol and i love you man you know it's like bro you got this you're doing good you know yeah you know what's so crazy about the whole thing that like you say i mean complete strangers you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and and we all have that one thing in common you know what i mean that draws us so close together like um you know my little my relationship with omar you know i've only talked to omar one time but that's one of my brothers in recovery right um Paul Churchill, man, I feel like he's one of my brothers. I've never talked to Paul, but I get to listen to him every week. Yeah. You know, um, it's such a it's such a great community that we get a that we get to be a part of, man. Just because of that one common thing, the addiction or the or the trying to overcome that addiction, right? Yeah. So, and yeah. I think I think too, man. The other thing that we have in common is trying to break the stigma, man. For sure, man. For yes. sure. That's that's yeah. what that's really what what this platform is is about is trying to bring awareness and break that mm-hmm. stigma and make it open. And I've always kind of looked up to you, Seth, for that too, because you've like I, I always think about that. Like you're never shy to say, I'm an alcoholic. Like it's mm-hmm. what I am, it's what I you know, that's my past. My past doesn't define me. And that puts that out there. And yeah, it makes people feel weird and awkward at first, but uh, you know, some people, not all people, uh, but some people, but I think it's even worse if we don't 
speak up and say that. And of course, keeping the anonymity thing, you know, respecting that. I'm always, you know, try to be conscious of that and about that and about the programs and stuff. That's, you know, that's kind of a, another side to it. Um, but just to touch on what you were getting at too, um, and and I won't say he's asked me to kind of just keep it between him and I, but I'm working with a sponsor now on the other side of the map, you know, through Skype. Mm-hmm. And it's I've I've worked with a couple sponsors and they weren't bad dudes. It just didn't work out. And it was probably by my own doing. But this is like a fit and I can feel I know it's the right thing and it feels it feels good. And, um, you know, there's just so many, so many cool things that have came, came out of this. And, uh, even like the, the, uh, email we got tonight, God does some crazy things and we were trying to get cash to bed earlier and I happened to check my phone and I get this email. Do you guys want to do the email real quick? Yeah, yeah let's do yeah. it. Okay. So let me, um, no, <clears throat> I know. What if you just said no? <laughs> I was like, okay, well, sorry. Um, yeah. So this email comes through. It's, it's just crazy that it came through right now. Um, comes from Allison, says husband, the subject is husband's addiction. So uh, says, I found your, your podcast a few weeks ago and it has helped me gain compassion for my alcoholic husband. He was sober for a year after two previous shorter periods of sobriety and then relapsed after 13 months. It's been messy since then, even though he was attending sporadic meetings and checking in occasionally with his sponsor. Two weeks ago, he had what he said was a great day and was supposed to get home and, and, uh, um, come home to our kids who are with the sitter, getting ready for sports practice. On the way home, he decided to drink. He hit another car just two miles from our house and totaled it. He said he was done. He doesn't want to live like that anymore, but I've heard it all before. He's going to meetings, but when, but he went when he was relapsing too. Um, he's sober almost two weeks now, but getting sober isn't this isn't really the challenge. It's staying sober. He thinks sobriety will magically solve his problems. When it doesn't, he goes back to drinking. I don't want to live within active alcoholism, but can't seem to stick to my boundaries. I want him to get sober for himself, and I'm afraid if I tell him this is my final straw, he'll try to do it again for me and our kids. When he's sober, he's the man I love, and that's why I haven't left. I attend Al-Anon, but none, none of our friends know What's going on? So I feel so lost. He's a functional alcoholic, always drinks alone. I guess my reason for emailing is that I've listened to your story and it gives me hope. Do you have any suggestions? I've told him about the podcast, but he doesn't listen. Um, I now worry everyone, he leaves the house. It's not going to work because I'm afraid he will drink. Does Jess have any advice for going through this? I don't know anyone who stayed married to this journey, so I feel pretty alone. Thanks in advance and sorry for the crazy ass long email. Keep doing what you're doing, Allison. I mean, that's, that's as deep as it gets right there. I mean, really, that's, that's a, that's a tough spot. I mean, you guys feel free, take it away. That I'm, that is a rough one. And it sounds like Allison has been through it with um, her husband and that's really hard and you are kind of in a difficult spot, but like one thing in that whole deal that kind of like made me think of anything was um, when you said that, like, your friends don't know and, um, you know, he just kind of drinks alone and that whole kind of secret thing. I feel like in any situation with anything that it's so important to just let it out and even for the goodness of you. And I guess, like, I'm just talking to you right now, Allison, not to, like, your husband and his situation because that's his 
situation, even though you are in a family and it's hard to like separate each other. But like as far as you go, like it's very important that you let out what you need to let out and like talk about it. Find a friend. Al-Anon may not be doing it for you and that's understandable. I get that. So like find a friend that, you know, um, or a family member or something and 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 keep talking about it until you can find somebody that can um, not not, you know, it's not about helping you. It's just about literally getting breaking free from that bondage and bringing it out into the light, because that's right where the hurt happens is in that darkness and, you know, stuffing it down. And as soon as you can kind of let it out um, and be free with it, it takes a lot of weight off in itself. So that's like the only advice that I have for you on that. Maybe thinking more about you and yourself and the kids than like what you can do for him. No, I agree, Jess. It's uh, it's important to have someone that you can talk to about it, whether it be a friend, mm-hmm. a family member, um, sometimes a complete stranger. Yeah, for sure. Like we're here. Yeah. Right now. Yes. Um, yes. Because getting getting that out and and taking that guilt off of yourself mm-hmm. and. Not necessarily needing someone to tell you what to do, but just to listen. Yeah. It's really, really important. Well, I like what she said too about like not, um, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't want him to do it for her, the kids. And there's not really much that you can really do about that, you know? Mm -hmm. And it it sounds like she kind of know, it sounds like you know that already, you know, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, knowing it and, you know, being able to, to kind of let it play out, I guess, is two, two different things. Um, yeah, it's okay to be, you know, um, self selfish, you know, because for so long dealing with his stuff and your kids and your family and stuff, you've been, you know, selfless. And so you're like, now what do I do with him and my kids? And it's like, well, how about get back to the core of who you are and what you need and and be selfish you know for a little bit that's fine it's okay because you're trying to work stuff out so allison um you know the biggest thing to to know is that um there's millions and millions of people out there like your husband out there you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so in, in turn there's there's millions of wives just like you out there um the good thing to know is that people do recover from this shit you know what i mean and people do um, deal with this shit on a daily basis, you know, myself being one of them, you know, I, I was that functioning or maybe I wasn't the functioning alcoholic, but I, I pretty much drank on a daily basis. Um, you know, just like everybody else had many attempts at sobriety. Um, you know, the, the list goes on and on, but what I will tell you is that, um, you know, you definitely have to set that boundary and your husband has wanted, has got to want to get sober for himself, right? Because he can't, he can't, he cannot get sober and will not stay sober, um, for anyone else but himself. So I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think the biggest thing for me to tell you is that Allison, there, there is hope out there, you know, get out and talk to some people about that because there's probably more help and more resources Mm -hmm. out there for you than you would ever know. Yes. You know, and I, I'm, I'm the type of guy, man, I'm, I'm very open about my addiction. And it, it's so funny that, um, today at work, I had a, um, uh, I don't know, I guess he was a contractor come out and do some work and I, for some reason I brought up the fact that I'm an alcoholic, right? And lo and behold, his son was mm-hmm. struggling and, and, and was an alcoholic or an addict in too. And so, 
before you know it, like I had this perfect stranger. We had talked for 45 minutes and we hadn't done any of the work that we were supposed to do because we were connecting <laughs> yeah. on the, on this level. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing that, um, you know, there's so much out there, Allison. And I, I just, I ask, um, you know, for you, obviously, you know, set those boundaries. You got to be there for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you most definitely have to be there for your kids. And, uh, you, you know, um, I'm not saying you don't have to be there for your husband, but I'd hate to break it to you. He's, he's got to want to do it himself. And I, I'm sure that, um, you know, if you set your boundaries, he's, he's going to, I think he'll come around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he's, and he's going to, he's going to get away with as much shit as you're willing to put up with. Absolutely. So that, oh, yeah. you know, that, That's that boundaries one. thing is, um, you know, it's important. And I like the fact that Jess also said to be selfish. I mean, we're selfish ass bastards when we're stuck in that, you know, that mode. And so, uh, you know, maybe it's time to be a bit selfish for the kids and yourself and, uh, you know, it sounds. I don't. I think. I think Seth kind of hit on on that too. It sounds like he's, from what you said, I just get this feeling that he's that he's not a a bad dude. It sounds like a good dude, but is just like a lot of us when we get mm-hmm. fucked up, we're just fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't think. We don't use our brains. You know, we're in that state. Uh, so yeah, the and the biggest thing to remember, I, like I said before, I mean, the biggest thing to remember is that. This story happens every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's millions and millions yes. of people out there that have the exact same mm-hmm. story. You are not alone. Yeah. That's the biggest thing to remember. Yeah, is don't that, feel like the leper with right. the alcoholic husband that you can't talk about it because yeah. whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Because yeah. they're not living your life. You know, just talk about it. Get it out there. Live, you, know? you ain't living my life, ho. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I decided to get that gangster in there. It's like from a Boys in the Hood movie or something. Mel, did you want to say something? Well, even I was just thinking, uh, even when Seth and I started on that journey, like she said that she nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jess, you had told her, you know, reach out, find someone, mm-hmm. be supportive. Like, I mean, you guys, you guys knew because you grew up with Seth, mm-hmm. what he was like, and I was um, fair warned, right? <laughs> <laughs> when we started dating, um, I didn't understand it, but anyways. Um, you would be surprised that even at the time, Seth was the first of some of his friends to give up this habit. And uh, even his friends that were still actively drinking and going out and partying and doing things, even they were very supportive of me. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. some of the biggest yeah. fucking assholes that Seth knows <laughs> called me while he was in rehab. That's good. And checked on yeah. me and mm-hmm. offered to help me out and do things, mm-hmm. you know, like somebody that I would never expect that from. So you, you will be astounded at the support that you will get from people that you would never even think. That's excellent. Excellent advice. Like they see it too. You know, the friends see it too. And they're like, Mm -hmm. when is she going to get the, yeah. Oh yeah. And then finally, yeah, that's what's crazy too about how, how many times like Seth was saying, you know, I talked to a lot of different people, even out, even in, you know, out in the workplace or out in public, whatever. And it, I swear, it seems every single time that it happens to come up, they either themselves mm-hmm. or they have a son mm-hmm. or a daughter or an uncle mm-hmm. or a spouse. It's like There's cancer, always man. some. It Everybody is. Everybody knows everyone. It like really, it really is. Well, Mel, who's... we're in the same boat. We're hairstylists. We, I mean, how many times? I've oh, yeah. said it a million times and they're like, oh, well, actually, blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? Oh, I don't... <laughs> You How can many grow uh, great relationships from starting yes, a conversation can. like that? Yes, oh yeah, can. For absolutely. Sure. That's good. Now, speaking of rehab and alcoholics and weird, because that's what this podcast is about. 
Um, let's talk about your trip back to rehab. Good job. Back to the rehab. <laughs> back to I'm gonna have to sample that right there. Yep. To the rehab. That is awesome. The yeah. That that was quite <laughs> the, the uh, desert. That was quite the. <laughs> Oh shit! And I so I guess there was a you know probably, probably a lot of emotions building up sure to that, that right? <laughs> yeah, there was definitely some thoughts, and you know, it's it had been my first time going back, and and what happened was they do an annual barbecue yearly at Azure Acres up in Sebastopol, California, out in the cuts where it smells like pot while you drive through. Because oh, God, yeah. dude, how many times did we smoke pot or, or smoke? Did we smell pot on the way there? Like really? really? Oh yeah. Really? It smells like oh. straight dank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy. It's out in the cuts. And, I don't remember uh, smelling that. I remember smelling redwoods and. Well, it's got that smell too, but there was a couple times driving through certain spots. I mean, that's a big area. You're in Santa out there, Rosa, but, man. It's bound to happen. Um, but yeah, man, there there was definitely some um, some feelings going back for the first time, and it, it was I thought it was pretty ironic that it just so happened to you know kind of fall right around this time. Um, what were your thoughts going in, Seth? I mean, you had been back before yeah, too. Yeah, I, I, I had been back, but uh, you know, obviously, I had some um, you know. I was kind of um, reserved, I guess. It was reserved, yeah. even though you know there was kind of some reservations there. Um, I was excited to uh, to go back and check it out, but um, well, even though we had the stage five clinger uh, fucking <laughs> rolling up on the driveway, I mean, I don't mean you to know, be a bless dick, bless her heart, yeah, you know what I mean. Sure. But she kind of yeah, stole like, away. She kind of stole this the podcast. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. She was. Girl, she was hey, have you heard really of the explicit details? <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, she, I, I, I don't mean to be names. like that, but she she was no, she was super cool and stuff. But yeah, she did kind of. Like the whole walk up and stuff, it just. But like you said, Seth, maybe that was supposed to be like that. Yeah. And that's well, how I and need that's, to look at it. Maybe yeah. it was an icebreaker, and you guys just didn't even realize. Yeah. It. And that's that's. I mean, that's you know, obviously everything happens for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And she was probably she probably had some reservations about going to this thing too. Oh yeah, and I, mean, um, I had reservations about you guys going. It was just though. Have, have you ever met some? You met somebody, yeah. and then did you? Heck yeah! Really? Why? Tell like, me why? Yeah. yeah. Be calling it. Well, so I haven't been back, right? And I didn't go. Were you jealous a little bit? There, I was a little jealous. I was, but <laughs> I didn't go when Shane was there because I couldn't. Like I, don't, I couldn't do it. Really? Yeah, I remember I that. Like I, I, I just and I love you, Shane, and it wasn't because yeah, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. support you. I just I couldn't do it. Bring back memories. And then you know, and I'm so happy that you guys did, and I'm so glad that you finally made it happen because you've been talking about it forever. Um, but you know, I just I didn't know what it was going to look like when you came home. Mm. To be honest with you, because mm-hmm. you haven't been there since he was there, mm-hmm. right, right? Right. So that was when you. That's the only time you've been back since yeah. since you lived there. Since what, you left what, me. So what did it so, look like, Mo? I'm curious. No, it was good. It was good. I. I mean, he he. Well, he sent me the picture of you two. Yeah. Well, him mugging and you cheesing. Oh, I didn't <laughs> get any pictures. And, well, because I asked him, "How's the weather going?" Yeah. And, that's a little inside joke. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> how, I know, I is it, it okay is it, if, if I, I ask, ask, you know? How's the weather going? <laughs> what the hell? It's from an interview tactic. It's just, um, anywho, so I, you know, I got the picture, and, and so that gave me a little bit of relief. Like, all right, he's going to come home and have some stories. Obviously, he was feeling good enough to take a selfie. Yeah. Um, but uh, did you get any feedback? Because I didn't. About Yeah, about their trip. Yeah, you did. Yeah, 
I gave he, you a little bit. Didn't he I? was like, it was fine. I mean, it's good. you know, he's not super little, talkative. Little, little, little. And I'm like, well, okay. I mean, I'm just wondering because we just went back like, to rehab. And I'm just wondering. Well, how Seth it and went. I always, you know, if, if anybody out there has ever been there, right? Because this oh, is shit. a pretty popular place. Oh. Um, you know how beautiful it is. Yeah. And that's the first, you know, the one of the first things that I asked Seth, like, you know, I could tell in the picture, it looked like it's being well, very well taken care of. It is. You know, and so that started the conversation about meeting. Um, yes, it's beautiful. Yes, they've done mm-hmm. improvements. Meeting the CEO, telling me about that interesting little, you know, their backstory. You know, and I knew there was going to be a speaker. I asked him about the speaker. And um, it's, you know, even though it's a, that place holds a lot of. Mm-hmm. memories mm-hmm. for me personally like yeah. it is beautiful and comforting it is and yeah. i couldn't imagine like if anybody had to go through that yeah being anywhere but azure like it's, well there's it's so much sad. feeling such a beautiful yeah, place there's, there's so much feeling there you know like mm-hmm. the so just the the smells and the I don't know, memories. And it was, it was just a little different though. I guess I just expected something different and I, maybe I set my expectations um, to something that um, it just, I want to know, know what that weird. means though. You know, I don't really know. I, I don't, I, I, don't know. Know. I think like, I was worried about that. Seth having too high of expectations yeah. of like a feeling that he was going to get either that's, it being nostalgia what, yeah. or yeah. like some sort of spiritual release or something yeah. like, I don't, you know, we don't really talk too much about like in that kind of depth, but I was worried, well, like, something, yeah. is he feel like he's going to get there and, you know, have this, like, <gasps> warm feeling light up inside of him? Or is it going to make him, like, feel kind of dark in a dark place? And, mm. you know. And then t- if he saw anybody he went to rehab with, how would he feel about that? Mm. Or not seeing people. Yeah. And wondering. You know, I think I we, know. Both I know. One, we both I'm saw one person that, that we know. <laughs> yeah, I saw one that I thought I recognized. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Going back for me... It was, it was, it wasn't like when, when we went, when we took you and dropped your ass off there, (laughs) but, um, was that harder for you, Seth? That's all hard. That's all hard. That was, that, that time was like when we took Shane there, it was, it was definitely tough on me. Like it brought back a lot of feelings. But then you went back, you went back. Yeah, but then we we went, we, I went back a couple other times and, um, sat in for the meetings and stuff. You know, that, that, that place saved my fucking life. Like to be honest with you. So, um, there is definitely a certain feeling. Um, the place looked fucking beautiful. They're, they're really, um, taking care of it. I got to, um, you know, we got to meet unbeknownst to us who is now the CEO of the place. Super cool down to earth. Just, um, in recovery himself so that was that was really cool to hear we got to uh, talk to our counselor right we got to see james yeah. that was you guys pretty... have the same counselor oh. yeah we did. Oh, I didn't yeah know that. okay yeah so yeah, that, that was, was cool james that was really cool um <laughs> yeah he still got still got the long hair man yeah. he looks he looks the same it was cool to see him does he hair flip it no, he, uh, no, it's just kind of. He's like definitely the only guy that could rock a Hawaiian shirt under a flannel shirt, and then uh, you're in you're cool. yeah, like cold in the morning, warm in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, they had the white walls, definitely had the white walls layer. going on on the on the pony, but no. But James is that was really cool to get to see James <laughs> and and the, to s- know that he recognized my ass. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's cool. Yeah, that was pretty I tried dope. To tell him that he's pretty cool. unforgettable, but he doesn't believe me. You kind of are. Yeah. Well, one one thing he said too that he kind of. He kind of said it and kept it simple, but he was—he looked at both of us and he's like, "Man, it's really good to see, you know, some guys come back and 
and oh, have and have some great. success. You know, like that it's really great. cool. And well, he kind of walked off. I mean, his it was job, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. For it's sure. Be pretty heartbreaking. Sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that can get depressing. I'm cool. sure. You know. So how did you how did you feel about it, Shane? Was it? I know you said that you had your expectations were probably a little high, but. Yeah, I think Mel kind of hit it on, like, now that I heard her say that. I, th- I guess I just kind of thought, like, I was going to have, like, this another spiritual, like, relapse or something, like whatever you, you want to call it. Like, you were going to float over to St. Francis. Yeah, yeah. You like, guys and, were going to read the... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I did. I went over yeah, to St. Yeah. Francis. They redid the whole you area in there. It looked that. beautiful. I but yeah, I, I like it, the way it used to look, but I... It, it looks it's cool. Nice. It, yeah, I kind of like the old the old school look, too. But I didn't see... I didn't get any pictures. I didn't even know he met the counselor. <laughs> like I didn't know there was speakers. Didn't God. know you met the CEO. Where is your? Level He's unattached of at the moment. People, okay, I unattached. Know. I was, I was still trying to take it in. I guess. No, I'll tell you what. You can How take was in. it? <laughs> I'll tell you what you can take in. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was it was cool. Though. I mean, I'm I'm super glad we went. Um, oh yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that. I just sent that to I'm glad that Seth and I went together too. I mean, that part was definitely cool to kind of, uh, I liked hopping in the van. Yeah, that Hop- was cool. <laughs> we had to park down the street. So we hopped in the old, in the old van with, uh, Bob, Bob. Yeah. Bob, Bob B-O-B. was cool. Yeah. All right. Well, enough of that. I mean, that's good to know. <laughs> now that right. I got some, yeah. now that Fuck I got you. some info Silence. on it. Crying out loud. Jeez. <laughs> I guess these days I just have to get on a podcast with my husband to communicate and get any information about his life anymore. Well, it's not that. It's that we get interrupted every 30 seconds from a two or a six-year-old. You so, do have I mean, two kids. You know, two kids. Thank you. Two kids. That's kind of part of it, too. So, back to the 100. The hunted. Um, the Keep hundo. It hunted. Keep it hunted. Um, so, we had a couple little questiones about your life as a podcaster. How do you feel about that? All right. Let's do it. All right, um, Seth, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I erase you? Hey, thanks, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Fucker. <laughs> so, um, I guess um, from your first episode to your 99th episode, which would you say was your most favorite to do? I know that's going to be hard as fuck, but... Um, if you if you were to say that you had uh, one of your your most favorites, what was yours? Oh man, yeah, that is tough. Like man. favorite in the sense of interviewer, <clears throat> or favorite in the sense of like content. What do you mean? Or like excited about doing? Be more. Be clear, so. A B C and D. <laughs> I mean, just one of to, one of one of the. What stands out? I mean, obviously I, the podcast is your baby, right? And you're proud and you of all yeah. of them and you love all of them, but. Which one stands out the most to you or which five or, you know, I don't know, yeah, probably all 99 stand out. Well, there, yeah, there, there's definitely a couple of them. Um, I mean, I guess one of the first ones that stands out would be when I went out to San Francisco and talked to Jacoby out there because Jess and I both got to go and we did the interview live at the show. Oh, so not that's only fun. did we get to go kick it in San Francisco and have a good time and mm-hmm. like go back to kind of some of my roots, um, you know, in, in that time in my life when I was fucking rocking out and that's really when all this shit started too, like the kind of the partying and stuff and to go back and like, um, you know, go see some music and then sit down with Jacoby and hear a bit about his story and be able to share it on this platform. That was pretty fun to be able to do that part. And then also to have Jess with me 
to kind of share that experience and um and then also and, probably Jacoby being sober too was kind of well, another yeah. highlight right like that was kind of cool like it, I mean obviously that's why you it was no it, it, it was because that's and I've talked about this um there's going to be an article coming out in um in in recovery magazine it'll be in December's article and they asked me to write um about what it's like um being a musician in recovery and so it, it was a cool experience for me to be able to write because I don't, I don't write enough, I don't think anymore, but I got to kind of go back and revisit that. And it ties into this whole Papa Roach, like Link 80 punk rock scene where I saw these guys coming up like Nick Traina and Jacoby and, um, you know, all these bands and stuff that I was really into at the time. And they all partied. I mean, Nick ended up dying of a heroin overdose. And like, you know, he was an inspiration to me in an artistic and creative sense. And so like, I took that at like a 15, 16 year old kid and was like, man, like I want to do, I want to do that. I want to be a musician. I want to have that lifestyle too. But with that comes partying and like this whole you know, this whole, um, this whole lifestyle of drinking and, and, and partying and doing drugs and all that. And like, I really took that in and thought that was the cool thing to do. So to go back and like sit with Jacoby and see him sober and basically be like, dude, I was fucking fucked up. It, it made a lot of sense to me and kind of made it come full circle for me. So that's definitely one that stands out. Yeah. So if you, if you haven't listened to, uh, episode 31, that's, uh, the one with Jacoby, and that was that was a really good one too. So you you know what's amazing, man? Just in your thirty first episode, you were interviewing the lead singer of Papa Roach. Yeah, that was pretty like, cool. That was I know, pretty cool. That's pretty cool, man. As Cash would say, it's pretty cool. I mean, there, yeah, there's there's a couple of them. Justin Coot, a good homie from back in the day. I mean, he was one of the first straight edge kids that I, you know, knew, and and he was I I knew him before he was straight edge. I mean, we sat and partied together, and he, you know, did um he's kind of introduced me to this whole Papa Roach and link 80, um, minor threat. Like he was really the one who kind of got me started and wanting to be in a band. And so to bring him on, I think that was episode 27. Um, that was cool to, to kind of, to rap with him about past stuff that we used to do. And then, um, and then to kind of see him, he got sober really, really early at like 21. Um, I, I want to say 20, 21 years old and he's been straight edge ever since, you know? So he's really kind of a, um, one of the, one of the first dudes that I knew and I was like, what the fuck is straight edge and why the fuck would you want to not drink and party? That sounds lame. Well, he was living that shit way before I ever did. No. And, um, it was cool to kind of go back and hear his side to it and understand it now as yeah. an adult, um, you know, and look back and then really have a, a genuine respect for it now instead of, um, not really understanding it like back in the day. Um, so I was looking back on a few of your episodes, just uh, reminding myself or whatever. And it was funny hearing like, you know, episode seven, five, six, whatever. Um, just the the difference in, you know, the way that you host the show yeah. up to now, you know, like. So what I is it? I'm curious. I don't know. Like, like the nervousness the in yeah. his voice and yeah. the quality of the sound and then like yeah. things like that. Is that well, the mean? quality of the sound was always good. Okay. Shane was always on point with that because he's way a perfectionist. He would... <laughs> it's gotten better though. I mean, and, it's uh, like still yeah, see, okay. not just see, look well, at me. Already being equipment. a perfect. It's gotten better, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> it right there. It used to fucking I think suck. He's twitching over there. I'm not sure. Oh man, dude. I can't get away from it. how he does it with ease now. Yeah. yeah, and it just rolls like oh, yeah. um like the, some of the interviews that he did and stuff. It was like, 
uh, you know, picking up his paper and like reading. I know he wasn't doing that, but it was just very like, you know, how do you like to be sober? I mean, it wasn't that cheesy, but you know what I mean? Um, You could tell the difference really from episode to episode all the way up when it was like, oh my gosh, like, okay, sounds professional. And then um, episode 10, I thought was funny. Well, okay, so that's five ways to get sober. Yeah, And I was listening to it and that was a good one. And um, this was a funny quote that I got. Um, Two things I suck at, golf and drinking alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) That was really funny. Yeah, that is that is good. Well, and of course, too. I mean, I'd be I'd be an ass if I didn't say this, and I'm not saying it just to not sound like an ass. I'm saying it because I mean it. Um, having both of you guys be a part of this and be on the show, I think Jess was um, episode two, or I, 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 unfortunately, I can't go. I'm on iTunes right now, and it, it it's only going to seven. To it, it was, was like, like Seth and, first, and yeah. Jess. Yeah, we're like two and oh three, or somewhere right around there. That's or maybe I it was to Seth. I think to. maybe Seth was two. And then Jess was just a couple after that. I can't quite remember, but I mean, having you guys be a part of it and like, come on and have the, you know, the balls in the vagina to just be like, <laughs> fuck it. I'm going to go on here and talk on this dumbass show real quick and see, like, talk about recovery. We don't really know what the hell we're doing and we're kind of, we still don't, but, um, well, you know, I'm we're going to give it our sure best that, shot. Um, my language was atrocious. <laughs> on those yeah. ones, And I remember just being like, F, F, and excuse F-F. me, you dropped about 30 F bombs in our little dispute last night in the V. Vehicle. Yeah, but not on okay. the radio. No, true, but still. <laughs> like, if there was one that I were to take back, it would definitely be that episode 15 with me when we're talking about wiping our asses yes, and taking please, shit. Can you please take <laughs> that, that back? That, I forgot about that. that. How many sheets of toilet paper do you stand? Do you sit? Do you please? Hey, oh that is please a valid question. No, it's are, not. So, okay, let, what does that have to do with sobriety? What does that have to do Are you a stander or a sitter? <laughs> do you wipe when you wipe? Do you stand Again, up or do you sit? I don't know. It's very interesting. It is. A valid question. It I tells mean, a lot about a person. <laughs> well, here's what's what funny. What does it tell about a person, bro? I don't know. <laughs> Whether yeah, you stand or sit yeah. when you wipe your ass. Yeah. Or a <laughs> crumbler. Crumbler and folder, I can see Definitely what it a folder. I'm a I'm, standing folder. I'm a, dude, no wonder. We're both alcoholics. <laughs> We're both standing, standing folders. folders. I mean, come on. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure I've caught him mid stand wipe. Oh, like no. When I walk the in the thing, you know, and I'm like, what are you? Okay. You're really actually shatting. Okay, fine. I just stand there. But another throwback is uh, Shane, I guess, was listening to Chemical Diet, Shane's old uh, CD, in the car with Cash the other day. Super great parenting. And um, Cash, like, loved it. So I asked Cash when I got in the car today, what do you want to listen to, bud? It's just me and Cashy these days. And um, he's like, Daddy, I want to listen to Daddy. And so Shane said, oh, he wants to listen to Chemical, you know. So I put it on, and the frickin' song Dirty Hole comes on, and I'm like, oh, and that's the one that I want to erase from yeah. the CD, just yeah. like you guys with your stand-up. I got stand-up a dirty mind, you got a dirty hole, yes. let's uh, get it on, yeah. let's uh, get it on. I'm like, Man, that was a good, that was a good album. That was a good album. It was a great album. I was listening but back the, to it. But the, t- what is, what do you call it, the title? Yeah, yeah. title. Yeah, we call it? Chemical just, Diet. Can you just, like... Dude, yeah, it's crazy it though, because it's so, it, it, it was so relevant to the yes. lifestyle and those, yeah, it yeah, took us totally. about two years to record that. And, you know, Chris and I went through yeah. a lot and of the picture alcohol on the cover trials. Is what you and, and Chris went a lot through a lot of, right? Yeah. What? Yeah, the really. The picture the cover. on the cover is oh. what, yeah. 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 If you haven't seen the cover, you can go to iTunes and check it out on there. It's, uh, it's a big bowl of uh, pills. <laughs> pills. <laughs> to make it. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a time in life. Okay. But um, that that is a, it was a it is a really good CD. I like it a lot. You guys all I'll have, have a lot to post of talent it up there. I'll, I'll Bailey it loves up. it. Bailey's got it. On her, oh yeah, she has both of them on her uh, phone. You yeah. know, a lot of our friends 
um, kids like it she a listens, lot. <laughs> Bailey listens to the podcast. Does oh, she? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What up, Bailey? What's what up, Bailey? <laughs> Shout Sorry. out. Uh, another in, um, episode was the Melissa Walsh. That was back in the day. That was episode yeah. 36. Super yeah. inspiring. Melissa. That was really cool. I remember um, Shane doing that one and then like listening and being like, whoa, this is for real. You know, like this is a for real podcast where like people that really went through some stuff are like sharing their story. So that was kind yeah. of a. Pastor like, Dave was, moment. was, that was a really good one. You that know, was for me to be able to sit down with him and I'm still learning so much in that aspect of my life, like with my faith and, you know, kind of walk with God and, um, you know, still seeing him on, on Saturdays or Sundays, whatever day, you know, we end up going to church or whatever. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot going on there. I'm still trying to figure a lot of that stuff out, but, um, you know, it's, it's something that I hold really close to. to so to sit down with him and have him on the show and be able to share some of his word with, uh, with other folks out there, that was a really cool one for me. And plus we, mm-hmm. I got to do that one live too. And so I actually, you know, went, went to the church and we went in the green room and, and set up and actually sat face to face and had a great conversation. I think that was episode 80. One of the, um, you know, I guess a fairly new one or newer, I guess. Um, that's one that stands out to me too. A good fun one for me was uh episode 40, how stepping in dog shit brightened my day. It's real quick, <laughs> 19 yeah. minutes. It'll give you a good <clears throat> laugh out of that. Um, yeah, that was, that was a good one. Which one is the spoken word? That one is good. If you haven't heard that one, you got to jump back on that one. Yeah, spoken that's, word. Uh, like, I have it in here somewhere. I don't know, that was a really good one. That was a little further up in the episodes, but it was good. And yeah, the spoke. What's that? Um, I am saved. I think it's called. What? What? No, no. Isn't it just it? says spoken word. Oh, it word. is. It's episode seventy. That's what it is. Seventy. Yeah, episode seventy. Yeah, that's that is a good one. So, um, is there any episode, any at all? I don't know if this and you're going to be like no. Um, but is there any episode that you were like, wow, I'm really, this is happening. Like, yay podcasting. Um, gosh. Were you like, uh, I can't believe he's coming on the show. That's really awesome. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, talking with Jack Canfield, that's a, that's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty big one. one. I mean, Jack Canfield's one of the, you know, I mean, Jack Canfield's huge. He sold. I don't even know. It's like fucking over a million bucks or something. And he's, I thought it was 500 million. I, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was way off. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Seth. I knew, I knew it was a lot. It was like a million bucks or something. <laughs> it was, oh, I think I fucking said in the episode, I said it's, it, it was a shitload of books. I mean, it was it was a lot of books. And, um, you know, that one. And then, uh, and, and then David, David Ratchford, who just, who just came on, um, on the show for episode 99, he's, he's, uh, he hooked me up with rich Roll, and, you know, I got to talk to rich and rich has a huge platform. Um, he's got an um, amazing story too, and he's doing a lot of great work in, in the, not only the recovery field, but, but just trying to live a better, healthy, positive lifestyle. Uh, so that was a fun one for me. Uh, too. And I think maybe, you know, those, those two stand out. And then of course, Larry, Larry Hagner, that was a, that was a great one too, man. Yeah, Larry's got, ones. I've, you know what? I'm They're so all, yeah, blessed I'm to talk to so right many now. awesome people. Like, yeah. and I know I'm missing so many of them. So I, I, you know, my apologies if, um, someone's listening and I'm, I'm, I'm not talking specifically about that one because there's so many good ones. You well, know then there I mean? was there's West so Gear. many. Yeah. Yeah. West yeah. Yeah. Was dope. yeah. Yeah. So who's your, um, 
Just looking forward, though, who's your, do you have a unicorn, Shane? Is there Ooh. someone that you're like, <laughs> good one? you know what I mean? Like, if, is there somebody <clears throat> out there? I mean, just like, I'm talking like, you know, that big I picture, right? Like, big. Well, I, that, that's, Oprah. Oh, no. fuck yeah, Oprah. No, <laughs> no that's Hell a great, no. that's a great question. <laughs> and I'm, question. I'm seriously glad that you asked that because yes, there is. And, and this has not changed since episode one. And Ooh. Jess can vouch for me on this. I told her when I first started that my my goal in this, if Dr. there was Drew? one person that I was going to interview, it was going to be James Hetfield from Metallica. And Ooh. so that is um, something that... Um, We're going to have to know, work on I, that. Well, yeah. I've, I've been... I've, I've actually talked to... Um, uh, Brian, I can't remember Brian's last name now. I have it in my email, but he's one of the publicists for um, for Anthony Kiedis and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and okay. Metallica. Nice. So I've been in touch with them. It's just a matter of actually, you know, when getting, they're here. When yeah, they're, man, yeah. it's it's one of those things. It's going to be a timing thing, but I know that it'll happen eventually, and I'm I'm really really looking forward to that that one one day. Awesome. You did. Yes, I do remember that. Ooh, I'm glad I asked. I did not know that. That's a great question. I didn't know that. Great question, And he's a local guy, man. He's from Marin. I know that... Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I I, I know that he he started a meeting out in Marin. I've still yet to go to it, but apparently it's one of, you know, just a really phenomenal men's meeting. out. I I think it's a men's meeting uh, somewhere in Marin. Do they all look like him? I, I don't know. That's a good question. Be funny. You walked in and they all yeah. look like him. You're all just yeah. Shane. So Shane, what, what has that sober guy podcast done for you? Emotionally, I guess. And um, what has this show brought to you? Cause I know that for me, um, you know, it's a, it's brought a lot to me. It's, it, you know, it's educated. Um, it's brought me some good entertainment. Um, what, what has it, what has it done for you, man? Yeah, it's um so it's definitely allowed me to express myself and be creative in a sober way because I wasn't able to find that in music when I got sober at first. Um it I just correlated it too much with with doing drugs and drinking because I had done that for so long and so like I felt like that part of me was kind of lost. Um you know, I wasn't able to pick my guitar up and and play like I used to. It just it just wasn't the same and so when I started the the show it kind of gave me a sense of that back in a different aspect, but it was something totally new. So there, there's, there's always been that creative part. And I think that's, that's probably one of the biggest parts for me. And then, you know, right next to that or equally important is just staying sober. And, um, you know, th- this show, I can't count, you know, how many times I've had the thought of, I should just go get fucked up. And, and, and definitely early on in the show, um, you know, versus, versus now, but the first year, you know, the first year and a half, uh, there were times when, when I had those thoughts and I thought to myself, no, like I have a responsibility, you know, to, to stay true, not, you know, to, to, you know, not just the show, but to myself. And so it really, it's really been an account accountability tool for me. Um, and, you know, and then, and then of course, I mean, I got, I've connected with just an, an awesome amount of people all over the world from this shit. And that's, that's probably really been, um, you know, that's, it's taught me a lot about relationships, about, uh, being a, being a, a friend and, um, and really genuinely caring about other people and, and what they're doing and how I can support and how I can help them. I've never had that, that sense until, you know, I, I had, you know, went through this, this change process and, and cleaned up and, and started to learn about myself. Um, that's what life's about is about serving others, you know, our families, our friends, 
and um, and being there for each other and and actually caring, you know, giving a fuck about what other people have to offer in life and and what what they're doing, not just all about what I'm doing. So. Um, yeah, I think those would those would be a couple of them, man, for sure. Yeah, that's pre- it's pretty dope, man. Once the fog begins to clear, man, you actually get a feel and fucking give a fuck about yeah. other people's, which is <laughs> which is really great. And you know yeah. what? One thing that I love about the show, man, that you've been able to do is um, show that you could use one of your old old talents that you that you used in your, in your addiction, you know, with the music and you've kind of flipped that yeah. on this whole, uh, I, I mean, fuck dude, you're kind of like a radio host now, you know what I mean? So <laughs> Um, that yeah. you've kind of turned your that that talent into something great, and then also, man, showing that you could fucking keep it light and have fun and sobriety, like mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing, man. I know you get a lot of emails about people like, "Fuck, dude, what do I do in sobriety, man?" Um, yeah, but it, you, you go to show that there's you know there's good things that you get to do in life, right? Concerts, we get to go to baseball games and fucking enjoy. Remember the whole game. Um, you're going on a fucking hike, dude. I don't think you probably would have done that in your addiction, right? So yeah, yeah. Actually, so so that's or you that's a great. Then you wouldn't have got out of the parking lot. Well, no, right, I would have right. been. Yeah, I would have. I would have been bringing booze, you know, in my yeah. backpack up there, you know, and then would have gotten. Yeah, I don't need a sleeping bag. Hammered and shit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, you would have, but how many? How many <laughs> did you go on any back backpacking trips when you were in your no, addiction? No, no, no. I yeah, sure okay, thought about so. it though. I sure thought about it. You know, but well, isn't that part of it? it? Like you think about yeah. the person you want to be when you're drinking, you know, yeah. that whole thing. Well, and, and so to touch on that, one of, uh, back to another great, you know, fun episode that I had was the one where you and I went to the A's game together. I think yeah. that was my first game sober, you know, going back and we had recorded it on the way and, and we had a good time on that, you know, so those times, I you remember know, Seth's first game. Getting back to the game, back sober to yeah, the game. It's hard, to, yeah. man. Football. I think it was football. It was a hard. It was a football weird. game. It was a football game, which is even worse because you know how we'd be getting down at the football games. <laughs> the Dude, you know what's such Raiders. a Raiders. We're Raider fans. So one thing that was so cool about that trip going to the A's game, dude, is that we got to be of service to someone. Yeah, and you know that was gonna. If you haven't listened to the episode, I would I would recommend it. But we got to um, be of service to someone. Help him push the truck, and his payback to us oh, was yeah. he wanted to buy us a beer, and we both yeah. were like, oh, nah, man, you know. No, yeah. I'll take an iced tea and a diet yeah. coke, thanks. <laughs> or no, we got to say, no, nah, we're good. You know, like that was kind of a, I don't know how you yeah. took it. It, I, it wasn't really, I mean, I guess it was a test. I forgot but, about that. Was well, yeah. it was. No, it wasn't. And just to reference it, it was episode 39. And uh, yeah, it was it was a cool experience. And we both kind of looked at each other when we got back in the car and we were like, yeah, we just fucking turned down. I mean, when would we have ever done that before? <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> like, shit. Turned down a free drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not going to happen. Um, but I wanted to jump, jump back real quick and, and back up. Cause you, you talked about this backpacking, uh, trip that, so, so at, this is going to come out on a Friday, obviously when the show comes out, I'm going to be backpacking when this episode airs this, this week. So, um, that's going to be kind of cool. And, uh, just to be up in the sticks and get away. Um, you know, we're going out up, up in the Sierras, up in Truckee, and I'm so excited to just unplug and try to, uh, try to kind of like re- you know, just, I'm going to get spiritual, yeah. about to get spiritual. I'm going to try to, but I, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but, um, just come back with an, just something happening. Okay. Let's really seriously get spiritual and like take some time for yourself. No expectations. Come back. Exactly. exactly. Come that's, back with yeah, like exactly a, what I'm thinking. a new face. Newly sunlight. And then I'm wondering too if you're telling them that you're going um backpacking because just in case you get eaten by a bear or something and you're like, it's no my way, last dude. episode. 
I have guns and knives and spears and bear spray spears, and spears. brass knuckles. I'm packing those two. I'll punch that bear in his face. So um, in the wrap up. Yes. What, uh, what's, what's next? What's next for that sober guy? Radio. You know, I'm, that's a good question. And that's a tough one for me because <laughs> you're the first one that knows I have all these fucking ideas and all these crazy things I want to do and that I, I should do and that I can do. And this is how I do it. My mind literally does not stop. And, um, I guess, I guess that's a good thing in a sense. It's in a positive manner and I'm trying to contribute something positive and, and good. But at the same time, it can kind of be my own worst enemy because it takes me out of the present moment sometimes. And that's kind of hard with the family. So something I'm working on, but, um, you know, I have some goals, I have some, you know, some plans and stuff. I don't really want to get into the details of them yet, but, um, mm, top secret. Yeah. kind of, mm. you know, I just kind of want to keep it to myself and see how it plays out because I don't want to set any expectations as Seth just reminded me. Um, but at the same time, what I really want to focus on is, is, um, you know, is working through the steps again, I want to put one foot in front of the other. I want to continue to be of service. I want to continue having great guests on the show and uh, and and do some. I want to get back to doing some monologue episodes. That's one thing that I will say. Um, so I haven't really booked anybody uh, for the next month or so. In, in and I may. I mean, if something comes up, I, I can you know I can always do that. But I think I'm going to get back to the roots a little bit and get on the show and and just talk a little bit and have some fun with it. Get that creative side out working again. And um, I'm just going to do the next right thing, I guess. I think mm. that's a great answer and a great idea. Yeah. So I I mean I guess you know I just again Shane I just want to say thank you for creating that sober guy man. It's been. Uh, it's been a real joy watching the show grow, Thanks, um, and congratulations on a hundred on, on the hundredth episode, man. Um, it's been an honor, like being at you know. I think this is probably the fourth or fifth time that I've come on, and every time, man, it's it feels the same. Like I'm honored. Um, I'm proud. I'm proud of you, bro. This is this is um, a big step, man. Like you, you, you just kind of were vulnerable, man, and you just threw yourself out there. And I think that uh, it's turned into a, a huge success. And I, I can't wait to uh, see what that secret brings out. Um, so keep up the good work for sure, man. Thanks, man. You're a huge part of that, bro. Like I, uh, you know, that was an instrumental part in knowing that I could lean on you because you'd already been, th you did the hard part, bro. You went on this shit completely on your own. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I had you to look to and say, well, mm. well, fuck man, if Seth could do it, I could do it too. And so, you know, I had that, <laughs> that sense inside of me that, um, you know, it gave me a little bit of security, a little bit of, a uh, little bit of confidence to know that I could, I could do it, you know, and that I had, that I had, um, you know, my buddy to look to. So man, I love you, man. Thank you. I love you too, man. It's just, just it's so, it's so amazing, man, that God put us, um, in the fifth grade with mullets in the fifth, together. In the fifth grade with mullets and um, prank calls, <laughs> prank calls, and uh, at the burrito palace, <laughs> fucking Budweiser. You know, oh. drinking sharps, and here we are, bro. Um, I, I couldn't. I would never. Um, Who would imagine? Thought? I'd have never I thought, but it's so. I'm so. I'm so happy for the life that I have today, and I'm so happy to uh, see you grow. I mean, um, to see my my sobriety go. I have a beautiful wife, beautiful stepdaughter, 
beautiful home that I could have never imagined. So it's, you know, it's a testament to um, putting in the work. Yeah. We're almost almost there. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for for joining, you know, in the show on the hundredth episode. It really means a lot to me. It's an just, it's an amazing thing. Uh, I still can't believe it sometimes, but uh, you know, Hey, we'll just keep doing it. Keep uh, doing what we do. And loving mm-hmm. each other and building good friendships and uh, all that good stuff. So thank you. Yep. No. <laughs> Anything, Jess? Smell? Anyone? No? Good? Good to no, go? Are we good? Just, yeah, I think you're awesome. All right. What you're doing is great. I'm excited. I get excited every day. I'm excited and I'm so proud of you. I talk about you all the time. She's lying. Every, for every, <laughs> and, so one... <laughs> she's... <laughs> I was thinking about something else that I heard that out of my peripheral hearing. Um, so I have to, I got to say one more thing though. You know, all, all of this is not possible without the community around that's, you know, that's been built, that's grown around, you know, everybody who listens to the show, everyone's who, everyone who's part of the private Facebook group, um, you know, everybody who's just reached out and is continues to reach out and help others out there. It's just a big spider web. Uh, full of good people. And um, it's just really an honor to have everybody involved in it. Uh, Cause it's not just about, you know, us and the show and there's just so much more to it. Yeah. And I hope it continues to grow. And I hope, um, you know, we as a group, you know, as part of this community continue to, um, you know, as we said in the beginning, help in the stigma of alcoholism, of addiction and know that there's, uh, there's help out there. So um, thanks for listening everyone. Peace, love, respect. And we'll end it. And the classic keep the blood. Going.